You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Well, a few weeks ago we were wondering when things were going to settle a little bit in the National League West Division. And unfortunately for the San Diego Padres, uh, they have settled at the bottom of the standings, which is sort of what we thought was going to happen. But uh, there's still a lot of season left to be played, but let's talk about that with A.J. Casabell. I am Allison Sutter. A.J., um, hmm, where do we want to start? They had a 1-7 and seven road trip. Let's just get that out of the way right now. Uh, not a good one. Um, how is the – I used to hate these kind of questions when I was a reporter, but I'm going to ask you. How is the morale of the team at this point? Well, I, I think the win to start the homestand helps, but it's, it's a little shaken after that, uh, after that road trip because it, really it couldn't get much worse. Two of those series were against division rivals. One of them was a sweep at the hands of the Giants, which if they had any chance of kind of hanging around, they needed to kind of make their statement there in San Francisco, and they got beaten pretty badly. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of exactly the morale you'd expect the clubhouse to lost seven out of eight games, including the last two of which in Seattle were just – they were just – starting in the seventh inning on Monday, they were brutal. Uh, they got outscored, I think, 25-7 to seven in the two games. So uh, they're happy to be back home, but uh, it, it's – I think uh, – and, and some of the – James Shields and Matt Kemp talked yesterday. Uh, so basically said, you know what? We can talk as much as we want. Basically, all we have to do is we have to change it on the field, and, and to some extent, they're right. Yeah. So we, uh, the elephant in the room, kind of. Let's just uh, get that out of the way. Ron Fowler, executive chairman of the Padres, was on a radio show recently and had some very, very strong statements to make about the Padres. So he really did not dance around anything. Um, <laughs> So just saying that they're basically failures and embarrassment, and he called some guys out. Um, you know, we don't need to beat this into the ground more than it is, but my feeling on it was that this can't, this doesn't do anything to help for the main reason, because not only do the Padres players have to deal with the losing and trying to turn that around, now they have to answer questions about this interview. Um, so, you know, you're taking another 20 minutes where now reporters want them to respond to this, and that's just got to be sort of an uncomfortable thing, especially for a guy like James Shields, who, um, who I mean, what is he supposed to say in a situation like this? Yeah, and that's the one thing. I, Ron Fowler is a, a fiery guy, and he wants to win, and that's the same, the same thing with, with most of the Padres. I think uh, if you ask about any fan in San Diego, they're frustrated with, with the team's performance so far and the performance over the last couple of years. I think the one thing uh, maybe that I disagree with would be calling James Shields out. Cause Shields, was, until that one start, had pitched uh, pretty well this season and just hadn't gotten a whole lot of run support. Um, but he's, he's in, in doing what he did, he's kind of – speaking for the voice of the fan, the frustrated fan. Um, at the same time, it, it doesn't solve a whole lot because for, for things, something has to, something has to change uh, in the play on the field for, uh, for the record to improve. And, and right now, right now the Padres just aren't playing good baseball. Last, last night's win aside. Yeah, no, they have a long way. I mean, this is a transitional time for them. We know that they're not, they weren't going to compete in the division. Um, so there were no, you know, grand illusions about that, but they certainly um, want to at least show that they're moving in the right direction. I have, I'm just worried about this organization as a whole, not to get off on a tangent, but 
um, to see what they how much minor league talent they gave up to to make this run from two off seasons ago when they added all of these established veterans and it didn't work. So now they don't have much in the farm system and they don't have any winning product on the field at the major league level. So um, I just can't imagine where they're, I mean, is there, do you think there's like some concern within the front office? Like what, what are we going to do next? Well, what they're going to do next is they have six picks in the first 85 of this year's draft. So, and then they're, they're planning on spending a lot of money in the international signing period. So, I think this is they kind of view this next month or two as a complete transition point for the franchise. I think anything that happens on the field this season, barring some miracle comeback in the division, anything that happens on the field this season is second to uh, kind of how, how they build from within this year. They, we've seen the development. Craig Kimball trade was clearly a, a good trade for the Padres. Their top prospect, Manny Margot, is playing uh, very well, very well at AAA. So I think they kind of view these next two months as maybe the most and, – and also they have trade pieces. So what happens over the next two months in terms of how they build the organization kind of from the ground up is going to go a long way toward, uh, toward uh, mitigating some of that concern. Yeah, you have to wonder if Ron Fowler was grumpy about James Shields because he needs him to pitch well to up his value so that they can get something for him. I mean, that's got to be on his mind. Oh, yeah. And then, and that's it's the same way with the, quite a few guys on this roster. I mean – Tyson Ross entering the season had a whole lot of trade value. Now with his shoulder, I mean, we haven't seen him pitch, so we can't, so we don't know if, if anything there has been affected. But with his shoulder uh, still kind of questionable, now he threw yesterday, which is positive for the Padres. Uh, his trade value has kind of gone down. It's, uh, when, when Shields gives up 10 runs, same thing. So they've got a lot of pieces, and they kind of want to try and get the most they can out of those guys uh, if they decide to go the trade route in the next couple months. Okay, so I was laughing at this uh, tweet from our uh, our MLB.com StatCast guru, Mike Petriello, who was observing Christian Bethencourt's uh, pitching in the eighth inning of Tuesday's uh, route in Seattle. So the Padres were getting their uh, brains beaten, quite frankly. And so they put in a position player to pitch, which is what happens often when you see these uh, lopsided games. And Petriello was saying that his fastball was between 93 and 95. His changeup. 84 to 87, and his knuckleball 53 to 64. Um, oh my goodness! What uh, is this like a hidden talent that this man has that maybe we should be talking a little bit more about? Well, he, he's got a cannon. I think that's kind of always been the case. He, uh, the Padres stuck him in left field, and I think he said something along the lines of, "I can't wait for someone to run on me because I, I want to throw it off." Uh, I think if he gets if he gets that little running start before his throw, he could he could get it over 100 on Statcast. Uh, and and Andy Green was kind of laughing about Bethencourt's mechanics. They really weren't very good on the mound. He's still throwing at 93, 95 miles an hour. I think Seth Smith got hit uh, in the arm with a knuckleball, and he got to second base where Bethencourt was playing at the time because they, they took him out. And basically, he basically just said, hey, uh, thanks for not hitting me with that fastball. So when a guy's kind of complimenting you for the speed on your fastball and you're not a pitcher, that says something about his uh, – his arm. He's got he's got an absolute cannon. We asked Andy we, Andy Green. We asked I asked uh, BJ Upton earlier in the season what he thought Bethencourt could hit on the mound, and both of them said mid 90s. So this wasn't really a surprise, at least for the Padres. <laughs> How fun! I mean, it's not good circumstances because it means that they're losing by a lot. But um, there's always fun things to write about. So okay, very good, AJ. Thank you so much. Uh, hang in there, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me. 
MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.